Hey everybody, welcome to a special little edition of the Craft Business Life podcast. My name is Lee Solomon. I'm here with uh, the cast, or most of the cast, I guess, and the director and some others um, from the company of the Rogue Players here in New York City, who is doing a production this very week, this coming Thursday through Sunday, of Shakespeare's As You Like It, um, at the, uh, what's the name of the theater again? Playroom Theater on West 46th Street. I kept reading the name and I kept forgetting it for some reason. Um, so why don't you guys quickly, if you would, just introduce yourself and say either what job you have or what role you're playing. John, I'll start with you. Okay, I'm John Benedetto. I'm directing it. All right. So over here, I'm Lydia. Good to see you guys all again. And, you know, talk to you guys all again. I'm playing <laughs> Phoebe. Uh, I am Ryan. I am playing Charles the Wrestler in Silvius. I'm basically the best. <laughs> uh, I'm Dustin. I'm playing Orlando. I'm Colin. I'm playing Oliver. I'm Noel. I'm playing Touchdown, and I disagree with Ryan. <laughs> uh, I'm Joe, and I'm playing Lebeau, Corin, First Lord, Second Lord, Amiens, and Jaquees the Boys. That's it, sure. <laughs> I actually just finished another production of this show where I was playing Second Lord, Martex, and Jaquees the Boys. I get them both mixed up. Who am I playing? I don't know. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. I'm Emmy, and I'm playing Celia. I'm Laura, and I'm playing Raza. Uh, I'm Max, I'm playing Jaquees, and I'm also uh, one of the producers of The Road Players. I'm Kate, and I'm playing Audrey. Great, thank you guys. So John, if you would, what's your some of your general concepts for this particular production and what might audiences expect if they come out this weekend? The two general ideas for the production are that first of all, we're doing it in a modern dress, so that we're making the play more relevant to contemporary, contemporary audiences. And in Shakespeare's time, he has a real uh, separation in this play between the court and the countryside. So in our production, we're not doing the court, we're focusing that it's the city. And so in this production, the city is going to be done in shades of gray, white, black, and then it's going to come into full vibrant life when it goes into the forest to show that life in the countryside is more appealing. And right, the other cool. thing we're stressing, the play is really about all of the different aspects and varieties of love, including, which some people don't believe, exists, but in Shakespeare's time, they definitely did love at first sight. So there's a lot of love at first sight in this play. Indeed. Oh, excellent, excellent. Very cool. And uh, Max, tell us a little bit, if you could, about the Rogue Players, the company in general, how long it's been around and what its missions are and what you guys do. Uh, we're a very new company. Uh, we're under a year old. And uh, this is our first full-length production. Uh, we knew we wanted to do Shakespeare. And we picked this one because it's not done very often, and it had a good cast, and we had a lot of people we knew that we wanted to come in and inter uh, do the show. <laughs> great, great. And uh, uh, the statement of the Rogue Players is that we will always compensate our actors, and really? we always strive for, to be a welcoming environment of all diversity, sexes, everything. Phenomenal. Excellent, excellent. Um... Great. So I'll kind of open this up to everybody now. You know, I think especially these days with us all just looking at nothing but screens for content all day, 
um, uh, modern audiences may be even more hesitant to or afraid of coming to see a Shakespeare play. Um, why should they? What, what, you know, what are, what, what, why should they? Yeah, I mean that in a positive way, but tell people in case they don't, think, if they are scared, why shouldn't they be? Why should they come see Shakespeare? Because yes. it's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I think what I was saying was, I feel like so often what I hear anyway from, from people that I know is that, you know, they've read Shakespeare before, whether they had to in high school or whatever, and they just didn't get it. They, under, they didn't understand what was going on. I think when you're seeing it in person, it's going to make sense. So just give it a try. If you don't like it after that, fine, whatever. But <laughs> just give it a try and actually go see a production. And our production specifically, of course, <laughs> because because it's so much different when we actually see it. And even if you don't understand every single specific word, you're gonna get what's gonna what's going on. You're gonna understand it in the context of you know the, the sentence and the moment as a whole. It's it's a lot different when you actually see it in front of your face. Sure. I mean, again, these plays were written to be performed literally professionally. Shakespeare and his. Uh, and his contemporaries made a living by having these plays actually perform for a very difficult audience, you know, much more difficult even back then. So, anybody else? I think there's a reason, you know, Shakespeare is still around and still relevant today. I think the themes that appear, the themes of love, of, of hatred, of fear, they're, they're all still things that exist today. And, you know, it's still things that are important. And I think, it's, I think people who go to see Shakespeare will su be surprised at how relevant some of the things they'll be seeing and witnessing still are. So. Absolutely. Yeah, if that I made think, any sense whatsoever. It made yeah. perfect sense, yeah. <laughs> I think, too, um, it's really cool that this is a guy who was writing at a time when there were no screens. You know, all that we had to entertain ourselves were plays and what we could, the words we had and the wordplay that we could come up with. And so I remember a teacher once told me that Shakespeare's vocabulary was like, many, many times greater than the average person's just vocabulary because he just knew how to weave words together. So I think that's why there's a lot of Shakespeare being done these days is like, we kind of want to get back to that where it's like just simply the words we have. Absolutely. Any other thoughts for anybody? Well, I think also theater is such a unique medium and the reason it, it's never died out is because of the coexistence of the audience and the players because they just their energies feed each other in a, in a live production, and you don't get that in any other sphere of media, I think. Excellent, excellent. Um, great. So, um, John, if you would just tell everybody, obviously uh, the website is rogueplayersnyc.com, right, or .org? .com. .com. And uh, anywhere else people should go for more information or to get tickets? Um, we have an Instagram, we have a Facebook, we have a Twitter, they're all the Rogue Players, and uh, currently the tickets for this show are up on Brown Paper Tickets, and uh, you can buy tickets now. And I'll post those specific links in the episode notes and with the Facebook uh, post of this podcast and everything. Um, so, got a few more minutes, I don't want to end it too abruptly. Um, so, man, now I'm, not, now I'm on the spot coming up with a question. Um, well, for some more of the actors, you know, uh, and of course I know the director and everybody's in the room, but, you know, how has this experience, this particular product, this particular company been for you as an actor? It's been wonderful. Yeah. It's a really fun show. Um, it's a really 
really fun production. It's a funny show. It's really funny. Um, I was going to say, for people that may not even know, As You Like It is a comedy. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it proves that Shakespeare is funny. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No one dies. No one dies. It's a Shakespeare where no one dies. <laughs> but I'm sorry. What, what else were you fun saying? Spoiler, fun um, spoiler. Fun spoiler. <laughs> Wonderful to work with the road players. Um, it's wonderful to be paid for our work, which um, unfortunately is all too rare. Sadly, rare. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and it's just—it's been a wonderful, really um, welcoming, collaborative process, which I think has been really great. That's great. You know what, Max? I will get back to you on that paying the note. Um, since we do have a couple more minutes. Um, can you speak a little bit about how you're able to do that? Because with small theater, I mean, it's a, it's a fantastic thing, and I do wish everybody would do it. But, you know, with quote-unquote small, you know, off-Broadway, whatever you call it, theater in New York, non-union, you know, often the excuse, I suppose, is we just can't afford it. We're not even making any money on this thing. But how are you guys able to do that on the production side? Uh, we have a very generous uh, financial backer. Um, and also, you're, you're right about the other, um, normally like in theater companies and stuff, you have to pay for like the privilege of being in the company, and we wanted to do the opposite. Right, right, right. Well, that's real, that really is fantastic, so that is a great thing about the company. Um, let's see, I don't know. Um, <laughs> any other actors have any thoughts on why this particular production or, or company has been special for you at all? That's really it's funny. <laughs> Let's fight! <laughs> oh, oh, I'm trained now. A Shakespeare tool. The, he's the wrestler. He can talk, he can talk. <laughs> um, I, think, I think what's really cool about this company, um, especially just like working in New York City alone, is that everyone has different Shakespearean backgrounds and how they were trained, and everyone's from all over the country and world. And it's, uh, it's cool when you get to do a show this like of a cast and uh, you get to see everyone else perform and kind of like, take notes from them. Mm. It's, it's fun and I think the Rogue Players offers that and uh, it's been really cool working with you guys. I love that. Yeah, Shakespeare tends to write fairly large casts and often people do play multiple roles and, and certainly did in uh, Shakespeare's time as well. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen ish of you in here. Are we missing anybody? Is there any additional cast? No, this is it. We got the whole cast. All right. So a cast of lucky thirteen. Yeah, and thirteen people playing a total of, I assume, twenty six roles. Twenty six. See, twenty six roles. There you go. And uh, did you want to add anything else? You I'm were starting to speak really earlier. Funny. Really funny. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's been a blast. There have been we we've just had so much fun. There have been times we've just kind of ended up you know giggling throughout rehearsal <laughs> yeah. quite quite a bit it's been a really really fun group of people i mean this is i feel like this is a group of actors that it's like a dream to work with where everybody just wants to have fun and just play you know and just really really have fun with it and just you know yeah it's refreshing <laughs> that really is yeah, great it's, it's been a lot of fun all right, awesome, guys. So, again, it's the Rogue Players uh, this coming Thursday through Sunday at the... I don't know why I keep blanking on the theater name. The Playroom. I know it was the, the P. I'm like, pageant? No. Playroom Theater. We'll post all the links to all the details uh, in these episode notes. And 
on the Facebook and everything. Guys, thank you for taking the time. Have a great final rehearsal few days and a great show. I'll be there. I'm not sure which night, but I'll definitely be there. And uh, thanks for uh, taking a few minutes with me. Bye-bye. Yeah.